Come on, here we go. Let's go to the Word this morning. In a series called Today, It's All I Have. It is all you have. Not a week passes that uh, somebody that I don't know or somebody I know, rather, in ministry, in the church, in the town, passes away. And unless you know the Lord, you're not going to go to heaven. People say, well, they're in a better place. They're not in a better place. If you don't know Jesus, you're in the worst place. People say, oh, it's hell on earth. This is people's heaven down here without Christ. And it's bad. And so you need to know the Lord. That's why I keep hammering with you. And you might get tired of it. Good, you'll get over it. I'm going to keep doing it. People need to know the Lord. We don't exist. It's in a country club in the middle of Rotunda. This is the church of the living God, the middle of Rotunda, where we preach Christ. Amen? People need to know the Lord. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Now, I like to keep things looking like it would be a country club. I like it looking nice outside. I, I love that. I want things to look good and presentable. But, guys, we're about preaching the gospel. Amen? That's what we're about. Today's all you've got. Today's it. You might say, well, I'll be a Christian tomorrow. You don't, you don't have a tomorrow. What do you mean? I don't have no tomorrow. You don't know you've got a tomorrow. Say, so, you all right? There you go. You know I watch everything. Here we go. Here we go. Now listen. So today's all we have. So today we need to make sure before we get in that car and turn that ignition that our faith is in Jesus Christ. You just need to make, make sure of that. Not in a church, not in a pastor, not in yourself, but in God's only Son. Amen? That's, that's the most important thing. Today's the only day I have. Now, today's the only day you have to do a lot of stuff. But that's the most important thing. We've got to get that nailed, and it's the first day of the week. is Sunday morning, and we can do that today. Amen? So, let's go to the message. Today, it's all you have. I've got a special message. I wrote this many, many years ago, and I started going over it again. It's certainly not the same. I always do things differently. But uh, today's message, a provocative title here, Life's Too Short Not to Fish. Amen? That's the truth. Life's too short not to fish. People will say, man, did you catch any fish? No, but I had a good day because I was on the water. Amen? Life's just too short not to fish. That's my title today. But you know what life's too short? Life's too short not to fish for people. Life's too short not to love people. Life's too short not to go out and reach your hand out and shake somebody's hand. Ed, can I shake your hand? Would you mind? It's not too... I love you, Ed. Do you know that? I know you love me, man. And I appreciate you. You know, life's too short for me to let a day go by that I didn't tell you that. And I ain't going to do it. I did it. Done. Come on, go sit down there and be quiet. I mean, life's too short not to fish. We're going to talk about it today. Jesus has called us to fish. And let's look at it. Let's go to the Bible and see what, 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 what am I talking about. We need to go fishing today, today, today. Amen? Let's just talk about it. Let's see what we can find. Let's go with the Word. Now, fishing ain't a fancy sport. Fishing ain't a fancy sport. Jesus could have called us anything, but He called us fishers of men. But it's interesting because fishing ain't a fancy sport. Look at it. Look at it. It ain't fancy. Come on, smelly fish, bloody mess, rough waters, burning sun, disappointment sometimes, fatigue, junk in your cat's net, you got to rig your pole, you got to clean your crap when you get back home. 
ain't a fancy sport, but it's exciting. Fishing's exciting. This is exciting. Look at it. The anticipation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even before you go fishing, like, what you doing? We're going fishing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're looking forward to it. Okay? The unknown. What? You throw it out there. I don't know what's going to get it. That's what's beautiful about saltwater fishing. There's a lot of stuff that lurks in that salty water. You know, you fish in a pond, you only get a couple of choices. Amen? But you get in the salt water, you've got a number of things you can catch, man. And then the bite, you can feed it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. The fight. Ow! Ow! Get him! Ow! Ow! You know what I'm talking about. The catch. Whoa, look what I got. Whoa. The bragging. You can talk about it for weeks. Yes. The eating. Mm-hmm. I had somebody this morning show me a picture of a big old catch of fish they caught. You know what I said? I said, how about next time you catch them like that, you bring me some. Didn't I tell you that too? You're the second one I told. Now I tell every one of you. Yeah. But if you don't mind, I need them clean and a nice little baggie. Since I'm asking. Don't be dropping no fish off at the house. I mean, here's some fish in a pail. That's, that's going to go in the drink. Come on, man. To the eating and the enjoyment. Fishing is enjoyable. And then the satisfaction. And then the what? The relationship. Now, we're not talking about all that. We're talking about fishing for men. But that's what he called us to do. He chose fishermen. And I love that because fishing ain't a fancy sport. Anybody can do it. Anybody can take a line in their hand with something on the end and go sit there. You can be crippled and do it. You sit in a wheelchair right there. You can. You can be old. I'm old. Hold the pole. Be quiet. Or stick in a pole holder. Fishing ain't fancy, but everybody can do it. But also fishing for people was never meant to be fancy. The church turned it into some fancy highfalutin thing and made us feel like we can't do it. Today's message is life's too short not to fish and you can do it. Amen? Let's talk about it. Let's talk with Jesus. We'll see it. See it on the screen today. Let's go, Raj. Today we're going to learn from the Master, not Gary. No, the Master, Jesus Christ. He's called the Master many times in the Bible, many times. And when he's called Master, now he is our Lord and our Master and our Savior. But the word Master doesn't mean slave owner. It does not mean that. It means wise teacher. And so Jesus wants to help you and me reach people. He wants us to learn how to fish for people. You hear me or not? Are y'all on the same page with me? Well, I'm not a people person. Listen, most fishermen ain't people people. They ain't. Most fishermen, just they, they fish and they might not be all that, whatever. But I'm going to tell you what, they know how to fish. And you can do it. Say, I can do it. I can do it. I can talk to people. I can love on people. I can do this. So Jesus is our master. It's one who speaks with authority. Authority. It means one who knows what he's talking about, okay? So we're going to look at him today on this subject of fishing for men. Jesus called Peter and his brother Andrew to fish. Let's look at the story. Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee. Now, the Sea of Galilee is not an ocean. It's a 6 by 13 mile wide lake. That's what it is. a beautiful lake. It sits down in the valley down here in the mountains. 
And you can just see it, get all around it. It's beautiful, beautiful. Jesus was walking by that Sea of Galilee or Lake Gennesaret. He saw two brothers, Simon, Simon Peter and Andrew. They were casting a net in the sea. That's what they did. That's what they did, cast the net. They caught something like a perch. That's what's in that lake. And they're good. You got big old eyeball. You know, like that. Like a, like a brim. But you catch them with a cast net. And they were doing that. And Jesus saw them and he said, Follow me. Say it with me. And I will make you fishers of men. And you know what they did? They straightway left their nets. That's the craziest thing you ever seen in your life. But see, they knew who he was. They didn't know all about him, but they knew he was a rabbi. They knew that he was a master teacher. And you know what they did? No master ever called on them. Nobody ever chose them. Not nobody. They looked down on people like them. And so this guy comes along, Jesus, and he actually speaks to them, not putting them down, tell them how bad they are. He actually calls them to be on his team. And you know what they did? They jumped at the chance. They jumped, and that's what you need to do. He's called us to be on his team, to love people, to share the word. Where? In Inglewood, Venice, Northport, Port Charlotte. That's what he's called us to do. We need to jump at the chance. He's called us. And so they followed him. Now, Peter knew that they had met the master caster. What do you mean? Let's watch the story. And so Jesus entered into one of their boats, which was Simon Peter's. And he prayed him. That means he asked him and summoned him. Would you just take your boat and push it out a little from land? Sure. And Jesus sat down in his boat and taught the folk. Beautiful. You can, you can hear a pin drop on that water. And the echoing that you can hear clearer on, on, in water and land like that. So he's just, he's just preaching. Now when he got done speaking, Jesus, he said to Peter, launch out into the deep. Let's go on out, son. Here we go. Push it on out. Let's go. So they go out of ways, he said, and let down your net for a big catch. And Peter answered him saying, Master, we toiled all night. We ain't caught nothing. He said, but nevertheless, say it with me, at your... That's what a lot of y'all need to do. You might say, I'm not a people person. I don't know how to talk to people. You know what you need to do? Hush. And say, at your word, Lord, I will. You made me. I can do something. I can be a blessing somehow to somebody. Lord, you teach me and you help me. I'm going to be willing to do it. So Peter said, nevertheless, at your word I will. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fish. Say that last part with me. And their net what? Broke! It's crazy. Now usually your net don't break when you're catching fish. That's a lot of fish. Unless like you're like me, you're a tight one and you have a sorry second-hand, third-hand net you're using. And they beckoned under their partners. They were in another boat. And they said, help, help. They came and they filled both of them with fish. Said that part. So they began to what? Sing. That's a lot of fish. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees. And he said, depart from me. For I am a sinful man.
You hear me or not, say. Guys, God can use you. He saved you. And He can use you. He wants to use you. You hear me, yes or no? If He saved you, He can save somebody else. If He touched your life, He can touch somebody else's life through you. Life's too short not to fish. Today's the only day we've got. For he was astonished, Peter was, with all and all that were with him at the, at the big catch of all the fish they had taken. So, we're learning. We're learning. But wait a minute, we've got a problem. Y'all with me so far? You okay? Okay. The Pharisees, that's religious leaders, religious phonies, they called Jesus Master, but they weren't sincere. Peter was sincere when he called Jesus Master. Don't get lost. Don't you see something? And when the Pharisees saw it, when they saw what? When they saw what, what just happened, they said unto his disciples, Why eat your Master with publicans and sinners? You know church people like this make me sick. Do you hear me or not? Judgmental, self-righteous, Think you better than somebody. And that's who these people were. Here, a great thing had happened. Some of the biggest party poopers I've known have been in church. I'm telling you. That's just, we don't want that to be fellowship church. Amen? We want to celebrate other people. We want to celebrate people's successes. If they come to church, we don't need to nitpick about what they got on. Got it? Yes or no? You ain't the police. Got it? Say. We're just thankful that people show up here on a Sunday morning. Amen? Come on. That's the way these people were. Listen to these crazy people. Then certain of the scribes of the, of the Pharisees answered saying, Master, we would see a sign from you. Talking all this religious mumbo jumbo. Then went the Pharisees and they took counsel. Look at it. Look at it. How they could do what? Entangle Jesus in his talk. They're trying to get him to talk a little bit so they can foul him up and maybe get him arrested. Isn't that sad? Yes or no? And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians saying, Master. So they even got a little party, a little bunch going out trying to still trick him. We're getting somewhere. Hang on. We're trying to get to fishing. But this is what religious folks can so often do to fishing. They can ruin the fishing. Y'all hear me, yes or no? And that's what's happening. Keep looking. They send these phonies out and say, Master, we know you are, you are true. You teach the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. I got stuff I should say, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? They're just asking all kind of goofy questions instead of fishing. Shut up and fish. But Jesus perceived, say it with me, they're what? And said, say it with me. Why tempt you, me, you, you hypocrites? We're learning. Hang on. We're going to get there. Then one of them who was a what? A lawyer. So even we got the high muckety mucks here now, baby. They asked him a, he asked him a question. What's the next words? Tempting him and saying, not wanting truth, not wanting truth, just to stop him. And he says this question, Master, what is the great commandment in the law? Now, just in case you think I'm lost, I'm, I am with the program. Life's too short not to fish. So here they had 
done some serious fishing. He had pushed out from land. He had preached the word. He had called these fellows to follow him. They'd had this great catch of fishes. Peter realized what a sinner he was. And they left everything and they followed Christ. And then these, fake, these folks come along trying to stop the program. Jesus let it go for a while. And now he's going to take his answer to these people, these phonies, and he's going to teach you and me how to fish. You ready? Y'all ready or not? Say, let's do it. Let's do it. I love it when somebody turns the tables on somebody. And that's what he did. Check it out. What's the great commandment of the law? So let's learn from the master how to be a fisher of men. Here we go. Number one. Number one. The master caster principle. You want to fish for men? You want to reach people? Here it is. Number one. Love the Lord and love people. Say that out loud. Love the and love. I like to say love Jesus, love people. Say that with me. Love, love. One more time. Love, love people. Let's see what he told him. Here's what he said. He answered him. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. What's the greatest law? Well, I'll tell you. With your soul and with all your mind. This is the what? First and great commandment. And keep reading if you don't mind. It's good for you. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments, hang everything, everything. Guys, that's what it's all about at Fellowship Church. You might say, why do you say that, Clark? Love Jesus, love people. Do you know better now? Say, that's what we're to be about. But not just we, that's what you're to be about. Life's too short for you not to be about doing this. You're to love the Lord and love people. Life's too short not to go fishing, man. And this is what God wants for you. It's the bottom line from the Master. Loving Jesus and loving people. That's the bottom line for him. Let's just let's develop it a little bit. Some scripture. We love him because he what? First loved us. Absolutely. He said unto them, Go ye in all the world and preach the what? To gospel to, to every what? Every person, man. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is our mission. This is what we're to be about. Life's too short not to do that today. Did you hear me or not? Say. I can't witness. Why even call it? I don't care what you call it. You can be a blessing. You can be a blessing wherever you go. You don't have to be the pain in the rear that you've always been. Isn't that nice? Guys, this should dictate how we talk to the lady at Publix. How we speak to somebody when we're at a restaurant. How we speak to people in our parks that we live in, in our neighborhoods. It's not just at church. The Pharisees did the church thing. We're to do the fishing thing. The real deal. You hear me or not? Am I making it clear? Say, life's too short not to do this and do it today. Love somebody today. Reach out to them today. That's God's will for your life and my life. Well, I'm old. I'm this. I'm that. I don't give a hoot. It's the command of God and you're supposed to do it. And you can do it. The Son of Man has come, he says, to seek and to save that which is lost. Hereby perceive we 
the love of God because He laid down His life for us. Read this with me. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren, for people, man. Here in His love, not that we love God, but He loved us. He sent His Son to be the sacrifice, to pay the price for our sins. Say it with me, the last verse. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to what? Love one another. Are y'all getting it today or not? Yeah, praise the Lord. Amen, good. Praise the Lord. Somebody's getting it, good. Fishing for men and women. Life's too short not to fish. I go to church. Well, I appreciate it. But God's called you to love your neighbor. He's called you to love people. He's called you to watch your mouth. He's called you to, like Sherry publicly said, in front of all of you. How about if you just take that anger and lay that aside and love me? And don't judge. And see how well you do. You hear me or not? So this is the, this is the principle. It's umero uno. The first principle. Okay? Now here's the position. We're teaching you how to fish this morning at the Fellowship Church. Amen? Okay? The position. There's the principle. Love me, Gary. And love the people, Gary. Where? Wherever they are, Gary. That's simple. Just the church people? No, fool. All of them. Amen? Here's the position. Say it with me. Humble yourself as a... You can say you love people. Say you love the Lord. But if you're arrogant... If you're pompous, if you're proud, if you think you're better than people, and that's so much what the world thinks of us. That's what keeps them from here. They think they can't come, that we're going to judge them. How many thought that before you came to the Lord's house? Can I see something? How many thought that in your life? I'm going to be judged. How many thought I'm going to be looked down on? How many thought I'm not good enough? Let me see something. I'm not good enough. We need to reach them out there, man. Okay? Humble yourself. Then spoke Jesus to the multitude and his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Keep listening. And therefore, all therefore, whatsoever they bid you observe, you should observe that and do. But watch, say this last part with me. But do not after their works. Say it with me. For they say and they do not. Boy, that turns off the fish. You know what I mean? When we're all preachy and we're telling them the way it is, but we ain't doing what we're saying. That's pathetic, ain't it? Yes or no? Okay? So we need to be humble, man. We need to be humble. Keep reading what he said. I'm going to read, read it for you. For they buy, these Pharisees, religious phonies, they bind heavy burdens grievous to be born. They lay them on men's shoulders. But read this part with me. But they themselves will not move with one of their fingers. Boy, he is hammering on them. But all their works, say it with me, they do to be what? Did you know real old-time fishermen, the real old-time fishermen down here in Florida, in Inglewood, 
Boca Grande, Placida. Did you know they don't care if you see them or not? Oh, I hope you saw me fishing. They could care less. They just want to fish and you shut up. You see, but see, we, we've turned that somehow in the church. We're trying to fish for men, but we want to be seen of men. What, what's that about? No, you be humble. You be humble. But all their works they do to be seen of men. This last part's sort of funny. They make broad their phylacteries. Now, if you don't, if you're just a casual reader of the Bible, you might not know what that is. I'm going to tell you. They enlarge the borders of their garments. Here's what a phylactery is. It's nothing wrong with it. The Jewish people would put like a headband on. Whoop! Have a little box like this and have a scripture in it. And it was like, that's on my mind. You know, the Lord, you got my mind, your word on my head. Got it? They would also put them on their wrist. I even do something similar. I have Jesus strong. That's Philippians 4.13. But have you noticed I made it the color of my skin? Have you noticed I don't have 39 of them? Look at my arm with all the scripture things. See, you know what they did? Here's what they did. Here's what phonies do. They want you to think of They highly of them. Okay? And so they made these boxes. They enlarged their phylacteries. What does that mean? They took these little small boxes and they started putting them like a shoebox on their head. <laughs> and I'm going to say it again. Church people are some of the dumbest people I've ever met in my life. I'm talking about some of this religious crap, I call it. You think that's going to reach people for Christ? It's going to repel people. You hear me or not? Say. It's funny. We, we even do it today. We add to the Bible. We add to the Bible. Bible's got plenty. <laughs> Bible's got plenty. <laughs> we don't need to be adding more rules. Got it? Yes or no? It's crazy. So anyway, he said, these, he's talking about these phonies. He's trying to teach us, humble yourself. Don't be like this. Don't be like this. He said they love the uppermost rooms at the feast. Say that with me. They love the what kind of seats? Chief seats. I'm going to put you on notice. When you push and shove for lines out here or something like that that we do or anywhere you do it, you try to put, your, put yourself, oh, okay, get there first. You're a horrible fisherman. Or you've got to have the best seat. That's my seat. How many ever had that happen to him at church? Somebody said, that's my seat. You ever had anybody say, I paid for that seat? Anybody done that in the church? I've had them say that to me over the years. I paid for that seat. You don't want to say that to me. My phylactery is going to come loose on you. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> the phylactery is going to be flying. <laughs> I'm telling you, something's going to, something's going to go. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. So anyway, we're talking about being a good fisherman. Need to be humble. They love the greetings in the markets. Now that don't mean they love to say hello. It means they love for you to say hello to them. You don't become a good fisherman for people by waiting on the other person to say hi to you. You understand? How about don't you have a mouth? Well, they didn't wave at me. Did you wave at them? You know most people I wave at? They'll wave back. If they, if they don't wave back, that's on them. That ain't on me. 
But be ye not called rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and all you are his brethren. We're learning. Look at this scripture. Call no man your father upon the earth. Are there churches today in America where they call the pastor father? How do they get by with that when it's right there in the Bible, plain Jane, straight up? Can you see it? Did I I miss it or not? Say. People ask what to call me. I'm Pastor Gary. Been here a long time. People know me in town as Pastor Gary. That doesn't make me better than you. Got it? Somebody's got to be the pastor here. It's me, okay? But I've had people want to call me father, and they they do it out of respect. They were taught that way. I get that. But it just makes me laugh. I'm not better than you. I'm not above you. I am you. You struggle, I struggle. Whatever you struggle with, you put my name there probably by that blanket. I probably struggle with it too. You just think about it. He's our master, not me. Got it? But not you either. Neither be you called masters. For one is your master, even Christ. But he is the greatest among you shall be your what? That's our position. I know that was a long passage, but it's okay. How do, how do I become a great fisher of men, Pastor Gary? Well, you love Jesus and you love people. And love the snot out of them, by the way. And you do it from a position of what? Humility. Humility. Don't talk down to them. Talk with them. Or how about this? Talk up to them with respect. You understand? That makes sense? Okay. I can hardly get up anymore. Say this verse with me. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be, bang, abased. Keep going. And he that shall humble himself shall be. That's just a great principle, guys. People that you thought would never hear the gospel or come to church. When you love him and love them, and you love them from a position of humility and kindness and honor and respect. I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of those people are going to think you hung the moon with the the way you treated them and the way you spoke to them. It's going to get to their heart. You hear me? Keep looking. So this is how you get positioned to catch men. We're almost done. Here we go. A couple of scriptures. He gives more grace, wherefore wherefore he says, say it with me, God resists the, but he gives grace to to the humble. Say that out loud. Stay low and be. That's the kind of church we want here, right? We want a church that's humble. We want to be those kind of people. We don't want to come off as better than you, above you. That's just not a good way to catch fish. You try to fish sometime. Go out at night. And you try to act arrogant as you throw that line. And you talk down to those fish how terrible they are. And you run your mouth to those fish. And you tell me how many fish you caught. You better love them fish. You hear me or not? Absolutely. You'll catch more fish you love on them fish. I'm telling you. Keep looking. Here's the personality. So we've seen the principle. Love God. Love Jesus Christ. Love people. We've seen the position. If I'm going to be a fisher of men, I've got to do it from a place of humility. Are you all okay so far? And by the way, this will work in anything you do. 
This will work in your marriage. You love the Lord and love your wife. And you treat her with humility and kindness. And see if she don't want to fish. Here we go. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Terrible. Here we go. Last one. (laughs) Last one. Terrible. Here we go. The master caster personality. What is my demeanor to be like and all that? Well, let's see what it ain't first. What it ain't. Jesus went to the Mount of Olives early in the morning. He came again to the temple and all the people came unto him. And he sat down and he taught them. And the scribes, he was there teaching, trying to love on people. And the scribes and the Pharisees, they interrupted the whole situation. They brought a woman who was taken in adultery. And they set her right in the middle of his little talk. And they said, Master. Do you think they're sincere when they're calling him Master? No. This woman was taken in adultery in the very what? Act. Now, adultery is a terrible thing. I personally know what it's like to be hurt by it. But Jesus, he he gives us this example to show us how much we're supposed to really love people. Even something like this is horrible, it's hurtful. This ain't the way to handle it. They said, now Moses and the law commanded that such should be stoned. Right in front of everybody, put him on the spot. What do you say? This they said, tempting him that they might have reason to accuse him. But Jesus, you know what he did? He stooped down. You ever done that before? Somebody in your face, somebody's really pissing you off. Excuse my language. Sorry. And you do this. You have to turn away. You ever had to do that? How many had to do that? That's what he did. He stoops down with his finger. He just writes. As though he didn't hear them. You sure you ain't done that to people before? I've done that to a lot of people. What's the personality if you're going to be a fisher of men? Be real and genuine. Even when I just use that P word, it bothered some of you. We try to make everything so pretty. You think, you think Jesus was PO'd because of this situation? Absolutely he was. I would rather you leave here today saying I'm real and genuine. I'm going to tell you right now, that's what your friends and family want out of you too. And we need to watch your mouth, and I need to do it too. I know that. But I'm just trying to say that's the, that's the personality. We don't need to be phonies. Church will make you phony if you ain't watching it. The Pharisees were religious phonies. Phonies do what? Try that when you go fishing. Get you a good fishing spot, take you some rocks, and start throwing them at the fish. <laughs> it's not going to work. Unless you're, unless you're a great, you know, great pitcher or something. It's not going to work. The Pharisees were leaders, but they were not leaders when it came to what? They were master caster phonies. 
So they were would-be lookalikes. There's a lot of that in the church. Look like we're soul winners. Look like we love people. We leave here. We're unkind. We don't treat people with kindness and grace and mercy. We don't go out of our way. We go back into our little shell while people go to hell. That's just the way I am. Well, he's called you to be different. That's the whole point. How to detect phony fisher folk, just in case you're wondering. I got some help for you. Phony fisher folk, they talk the right talk. Their attitude is judgmental. Oh, they don't catch squat. You never catch fish. Say it, say it out loud by doing what? Talking bad about Try that when you go fishing. Bad fishy. Bad fishy down there. See if that fishy's going to let you throw that hook. You think people are any better? Yes or no? You think we're going to get people by telling them bad things about their life? Yes or no? They're more interested in talking than doing what? Showing mercy. They say, I and we a lot. Phony fisher people. And they list their pedigree, their background, their experience. I've been at church work a long time. I've had a lot of people come up to me. And before they even say hello, they tell me all they've done. I'm a pretty smart fella. I can figure people out pretty quick. You don't need to impress me. How about you love me and say hello and I'll love you back? How about that? You know what I mean? Just think about how we try to impress people with our pedigree or things we've done. I do it too. How much better it would be if we just went back to principle one and love the snot out of them. You hear me or not? Almost done. What it is, look at Jesus. Look at him in action. So when they continued asking him, what should we do with this woman? What does the law say? He lifted himself up. He said unto them, he that is without sin among you, you cast the first stone at her. Was he, was he saying adultery is good? No. But you're not, this isn't how you deal with people. This isn't how you help people. And again, he stooped down again and wrote on the ground. I've got thoughts about what he wrote, but that's another day. And they which heard it being convicted. So even the Pharisees were convicted by their own conscience. They went out one by one, beginning with the eldest and to the last. And Jesus was left alone with that woman standing there. And when Jesus lifted himself up, he saw nobody but the woman. And he said unto her, Woman, where are your accusers? Has no man condemned you? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said, Say it with me, Neither do I. But don't stop. Go and sin no more. We're to deal with sin, but we're to deal with sin in a loving way. Because people matter, 
even when they've done crazy things and hurtful things, if you want to reach them, judging them, screaming at them is probably not going to fix it. You hear me or not? I think we're about done. Real genuine old-time fishermen usually don't do a lot of talking. The ones I know here in Florida, the old-time fishing fellows, they don't do a lot of bragging about their pedigree. None of that. You know what they do? Take, take a while, guess what the old-time fishermen hear. When they, they, the good fishermen, guess what they do? They do this. They what? Okay? That's what I want to encourage us to do. Today's the only day you got. Think about it when you go out you're at your meal, at your family, with your friends. Try to let this message resonate in your mind. He's called me to be a fisher of men. Amen? You hear me or not? Let's thank the Lord for His Word. We're done. Amen. Come on, we quit. We quit.